0: Yeah, I know this might date the podcast just a little bit as far as when we recorded it, but uh, you doing this Area 51 thing, huh? Are you going in there? you going in there hot I'm a a a a a a... million other people? No, I'm a little worried. What are you worried about, big guy? I've
1: I've been to Roswell. I've been to the uh, Spooky McDonald's there in Roswell, New Mexico. Spooky McDonald's is pretty spooky.
0: You know, I've never heard I didn't even know that there was a spooky McDonald's. Why is the McDonald's spooky? Well, what just every, well everything
1: Roswell actually like as a like if we did a spin-off podcast where we go to like dumb gimmick cities. Yeah. Ros- yeah. Roswell would be like number 1 on the list because it's just the, like everything is alien themed. So they have like this McDonald's with a uh It's like a UFO on top. There's a yeah, there's a UFO crashed into it. So everything in Roswell, New Mexico just looks like uh, they just embrace they know, yeah, they they, the gimmick, uh,
2: yeah, exactly, they know their audience, they hundred percent buy into it, uh, but yet still, it's like <laughs> a very deserted town, like extremely hmm. deserted. Uh, so you're I, not you're not going
0: in. You're a little scared. You're a little spooked out. Yeah,
1: right? yeah. I mean, I saw all that stuff, and I'm like, I don't think I can outrun these guys. No matter no matter how fast I or no matter how aerodynamic I am, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Sure, even I out, at the McDonald's, out, out, outrun
0: the outrun the armed forces, or outrun the other. Are you worried you're not going to see the aliens first, and then it's just not going to be as special? I'm not going to see the aliens first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to <laughs> see the aliens if I'm not going to be the first one. To see I better them. be. I I better. Just...
2: I better be the first one. <laughs> I don't want to be the fastest runner, but, you know. Well,
0: you know, we're, we're, we're going to be talking a little about the army. We're going to be talking a little bit about the aliens today. But first things first, let's just go ahead and introduce the show. Remind people what they're putting in their ear holes. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Roll and Move, the Internet's uh, only podcast. Take that for a fact. Guaranteed. That takes a look at board games. Nobody else is doing this. I think we're really cornered a niche market here. Derek. This is amazing. <laughs> Take a look at some bad board games, some weird board games, and we talk about what what makes them work, why they tick and uh, why they exist in the first place. And uh, I'm your first co-host and one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Shrungerberg. And with me here, as always, is... Garrett Lively, second co-host, second creator of Rough Draft Games. Mm-hmm. And also, this is... Uh, Jeff Lee,
2: one5 is co-host. But just before <laughs> Garrett, that's all that matters. And also, I think I'm from a different planet because... Uh, I don't like putting ketchup on my uh, friend or potatoes, breakfast potatoes, and people always tell me that I'm definitely out of this world. Well, that, <laughs> breakfast <laughs> potatoes or hash browns, both, both. Any both? Any, any
1: any breakfast type potato. I, dish,
2: I'm right? okay with ketchup on fries. Like I love ketchup on fries, but specifically like hash browns and what do you put on them? Home fries I just, and home fry. I like you know I'm a Scrubles. purist. I like them. They're already seasoned. I like them how I like them how they are. And I You're may a
0: betrayer have, to I, the human race. May That's have what come it sounds like another,
2: to me. I may have come from another planet.
1: What about what about er, what about Arby's curly fries? You put ketchup on this?
0: No, See, That <laughs> has enough seasoning. You don't need it. Those are So you know, We're talking about all these all these uh, alien tastes and all these alien preferences. Uh, uh, and you know, we're opening the the whole show <laughs> talking about Area 51 <laughs> today, Garrett. We're taking a look at a little dice game. We've been we've been getting into these dice games. So as of recently, a a little dicey. Of fast it's getting a little dicey, a little dicey around a little
1: dicey.
0: Yeah, I think we're just we're just warming up for when we go to Vegas. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we're going to we'll record that when we have to as R.D.G. goes to Vegas and we're going to try and break down the game mechanics of craps. And uh,
2: we, uh, we got a secret is you crap the secret. Garrett
0: will back me up on this. Bet don't pass because it makes you a lot of friends. That's at the right, craps table. that's right. Yeah, you go against everybody else at the table. You, you
1: say, Hey, I think you guys are all gonna lose, and that's how I'm gonna win. And that's a- <laughs> and all these old rich white folk are just
2: like, What are you doing, dude? Everybody,
1: Stop eh, it, everybody everybody's it like, Oh, and you're over there in the corner, yes, and they're just like, Yeah, yeah! Yes! I just lost a thousand bucks, dude. I just made 20.
0: <laughs> Even out, right, bro? Yeah, and I pull some, getting all these cool free drinks. What are you gonna do about that, <laughs> old man? Meet you at the pool, idiot. <laughs> well, with that, we're, we're we're practicing up for our, our our Vegas debut, so to speak. And what better game to do that with than with this little gem Garrett picked up called Army vs Aliens? This is the dice rolling game, right, Garrett? That's it. It's a uh, nice nice little. Uh, it, it's it, it's it's. Quite
1: similar in appearance to their Rock'em Sock'em Robots game. It comes in a a, a, a dice-rolling cup, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It is not soda can-themed, though, so no confusion there with the theming. Uh, but this apparently was a, a, one entry in a larger series of, of these Versus series. They're all these dice-rolling, you know, I, I guess the classic, the classic debate, like, who would win in a fight? The mm-hmm. U.S. or the... World Army versus Intergalactic
0: Aliens. You got the classic pirates versus ninjas. Yeah, that was the one that I recognized was mm-hmm. when uh when, when you showed when you brought that up. I was like, I remember that like arbitrary argument that kept emerging in sixth grade. It's good <laughs> to see Pirates that versus ninjas there, an and
2: moment. Superman versus Goku. And and, we, and then we'll we'll, we'll jump <laughs> down a
0: we'll jump down a little bit of a rung here.
1: I mean, I I definitely heard this but a little less popular. The robots versus dinosaurs. And oh then, yeah, I don't that remember one. that one. And then finally, everybody's favorite: zombies versus wrestlers. So,
0: yep, uh, of course. And so these are all the expansion packs for this game. And one thing that I will, right off the bat, I'm going to give them a little props. You said that they're actually interchangeable. Yep, yeah, they they come with a little insert, so you can say
1: like uh, whoever you're you're putting up, it'll show you like what dice mm-hmm. you roll, and then compare it to the other people's die dice right. and then uh so like which dice you can eliminate from the other player and so yeah you can you can mix and match all the sets and the rules are all so it could be
2: armies versus pirates or pirates
1: versus wrestlers
2: yeah. or so it's what a whole
0: saga do. we're dealing with yeah here, really yeah and, and it's all a whole extended so, so universe. kudos to them yeah and garrett's going to get into the rules just a little bit later on where he's going to talk about like sort of how each has their own special abilities with like their a certain like level five dice we'll get into all that but mm-hmm. apparently that So that gives a little bit of a uniqueness to every single team. It's not just like a, uh, you know, a skin swap. There's a little bit of a special ability that I think each of them has. Did did I get that right, Gare?
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. I I think for the most part, um, your, like, level one through four dice are all the same. And then five and six all have little twists. But, you know, other than that, it's
0: the same base game. Well, who who are the guys behind this beautiful saga board game, Garrett? Who who's responsible for this? Well, you got Wiggles three D,
1: the uh, illustrious publisher of. <laughs> not associated
0: with the Wiggles TV show, right? Not to uh, my knowledge. It not to could my be.
1: No, no, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think I think Wiggles three D is a uh, is a U.S. publisher,
0: but I'm not 100. They've sure. got
2: some good hits here, huh, Garrett? Aren't the Aren't the Wiggles from?
1: Great Britain?
0: Yeah, they're from USA. yeah, they're from like Australia or something. I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they they got the multicolored shirts. They're like, I oh, Jeff fell asleep again, guys. <laughs> um, like, I don't know how I don't know how the Aussies look. I'm sure we got plenty of Aussie fans out there. I love you guys. I love your uh, I love the stuff that you got over there. Let's we got make sure they're, from, they're actually from
2: Australia. Before, oh, wait yeah. a second. Um, I love
0: your blooming onions. They're gonna be playing. <laughs> Your Fosters, <laughs> I love your Fosters. I don't understand how you guys can do a kid show over there. You I just realized that they toured. You guys realize they tour? Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. yeah. I did not realize they tour. They're going to be in San Francisco on August 1st. So you guys know where <laughs> I'm going to be. Start a fight with them. <laughs> Go start a fight. <laughs> Tony are better. That's great. Um,
1: um, Wiggles so 3D, Wiggles Garrett. 3D. What uh, what, what
2: great hits have they come out with?
1: Oh, I, I think the one thing people recognize them for possibly is they were able to pick up Five Minute Dungeon. I think uh, I don't think they have the original publishers on that, but um, I think the only thing people really recognize them for is I think they picked up five minute dungeon. I'm not sure if they got the U S rights to that or or what, but that's they were a good get. Uh, good it's, get. A, it's a pretty good get. That, that's definitely their most popular game on their, on their list of credits here. Uh, past the popcorn is the only other game I really recognize. And yeah. then they have this series of the verses, um, but I've, I've seen past the popcorn and, you know, target and, walmart mm. i haven't been into kmart in a while but i'm sure they have it there big well. lots and <laughs> the real store. the real market
0: success is if you made it into a macy's oh yeah they all closed Mace- down jc penny yeah into there yeah um but yeah i mean they
1: have uh sears looks like a couple of part party <laughs> life party games um in their repertoire but other than that mm-hmm. nothing nothing too crazy nothing too serious nothing uh super right. dense or heavy but you know what you know what I will say is for pretty much all their games they have a nice little uh, video you can watch to, to see how to play they've got yeah yeah they've got nice little animated videos and they're definitely and in in the, the videos and pictures I've seen on their website it, it's definitely geared towards the family side of things as far as as far as gaming goes not necessarily your hobbyist or your uh, hardcore
0: Eurogamer or what have you. So, you read the rule book and you watched the video. Can you sort of judge the video? Does it give you enough information to sort of grab and go with the game?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the video is actually a lot more concise, and that's to its benefit. This is fairly simple game. And I don't, I mean, I, I think you can oftentimes when you're writing rules, you get tripped up in your own words and, and you're trying to think about all the possible scenarios, which you need to do when you're writing out the rules, but it, mm-hmm. for some reason when you're communicating, especially if it's in someone whose native language you're speaking to, you're mm-hmm. speaking uh, their native language. It, it's a lot easier to communicate exactly how should, things should go. And you're not instantly thinking of all the possible outlier situations. Uh, but yeah, th- this game is super simple um, and I mean, we can, we can crack it down and basically the, the video tells you what to do. You, you roll all your dice uh on a to def- so your your ba- these are six-sided dice mm-hmm. and it's um they all have unique artwork depending on what faction you choose so mm-hmm. your your army has got you know tanks jet Wait, planes. are you
0: describing things we find in the box first? We're oh, describing things found we might in the need box. To get into I'm that sorry about box. that. I'm sorry. Well, hang on. We might have to open the box <laughs> so that you can tell us what's in the box. What's in the, the, the box. box. No. Sorry
1: ahead. about skipping ahead there, Tomcat. This is uh, Tomcat, Tomcat the Airplane. Uh, thanks mm-hmm. for thanks for putting the brakes on that. Let's Tomcat, look in the box. No <laughs> we have... Uh, so I, so I, I have the base set here. This is Army versus Aliens. And mm-hmm. basically the only difference between all the factions are the pictures. So you have different colored dice and uh, the pictures on the faces of the dice. But on those faces, you've got maybe a trooper, some artillery, some tanks... Some uh, jet planes. If you're the uh, if you're the army, and if you're the aliens, you got some invaders, some death rays, some saucers, uh, maybe a mothership. Mm. Um, and then you got your little dice rolling cups. And included in the box, I will say they have a lid, so you can attach your two dice cups, and it becomes the traveler case.
2: Let me just explain it for the audience at home. You take one coke can, you take a second coke can, and where the tabs are on the top, you just align those together, and that's what this contraption would look like you're just gonna glue yeah. those two tops together it's a perfect yeah. travel system if you will and by the way think, think of
1: those maracas you made in like uh, kindergarten you just kind garden. of tape yep, the cans. middle of the two yeah. two liter bottles
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. either that or like it looks like one of those it looks like an even more unwieldy what are those pill speakers like those beats by dre speakers or whatever yeah the, that like those? you know yeah, yeah i know you just went Walk around holding it in your hand. You can go, hey everybody, look at that! Listen to me, everybody. Oh yeah, Already go perform, huh? Perfect. I'm taking okay. this to the World
1: Cup when we uh, when we have the World Cup in the, in the U.S., i S. I'm going to make this the thing instead of the Vuvuzelas. We're going to have dice cups. Mm-hmm.
2: Wiggle gonna... 3D is going to make millions of dollars, and they don't know why. And it's because of this podcast.
1: <laughs> it's so it's please, yep. Wiggle
2: 3D, if you see this, sponsor us.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. While we 20... trash your game. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh yeah that's it that's what's in the box it's dice cups dice various pictures and i will say these dice are just like plastic chunks Mm -hmm. with little uh stickers plastered on the
0: side my big problem that i had with this and i was watching the youtube video it's not even a big problem but it is it is a little bit of a thorn in my side so you would assume what what color do you think of when you think of the army garrett I think of army army camo green. Maybe. Army camo green. Army green. Guess what color dice the army is on? Uh, that's the uh that's the the blue dice. That's the that's the, the navy, blue dice. The navy blue. It's a thematic and hit are, there. You think that's yeah, a and what is what are what, what are the aliens on there, Gare? Those are on the, the green dice. What's going on? I don't know. I'm, well, I guess. Uh, no, I think you're going to color code you're, you're, it. You're if you're cl- going to your color classic, code your it. Your classic yeah, trope alien, of green alien. You're, yeah, your Martian usually alien. No, like no, 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 no. The aliens, I feel like, could have a nice flesh like, tone. i buy blue for aliens. A very Purple. otherworldly blue technological glow, a glimmer, you know. In the I'm 90s. blue,
2: da ba die. Exactly. i buy that too. All right. Yeah. I that.
0: Okay. Meanwhile, you know, we should have had the army green. The army green. That was the big thing. I was just like, what are they doing with the color? Why code? am I blue? I, I will say, to your point, the uh, the artwork for the general
1: on the army side, number five, he's got a nice mm-hmm. army green hat on. With, on yeah, his, put his, him on the green die. See, they star. knew. I don't know if you can kind of see that. There. I want to ask in that.
2: context. So, are the other, I mean, I'm assuming the pirates and the zombies and ninjas and stuff, they all have their own color as well?
1: Yeah, I think pirates are like. Red. red or black, and ninjas probably red, yeah. Ninjas ninjas are black, yeah. Pirates are red, and I, I'm not sure about the zombies got and wrestlers. So they can all they can only expand so much before they start running <laughs> out of colors. They're, yeah, their manufacturers like, hey, we
0: got like eight colors of dice here, so pick your personas carefully. <laughs> all they had to do was swap them here, but that was that was sort of the main thing as far as like the packaging of the of the game goes with the dice. And speaking of packaging, also massive box,
1: just oh, a huge. Man. Yeah, yeah. Check Huge out this box. YouTube
0: video, Thomas. You're gonna have to post the
1: link of the YouTube video, but yeah, it, it shows it, and it they have, and and Jeff kind of pointed this out. They like vacuum sealed the dice in there, so that it kind of looks like they're stacked or like have been rolled or whatever, right? And mm. they're not even in the cup. So like we had the Rock'em Sock'em Robots game, which they super they compact. Just, yeah, they just sold in the can, and they just put the a little, little hanger, uh, on hang, hanger on the top of it, and they just you know hung that on your hung that on your shelf of Walgreens. This they had to they probably. I don't know. Tripled the amount of space they needed. The the amount of volume they needed to. It's
0: too much shelf real estate, man. Yeah, too yeah, much it, shelf it,
1: real estate. It's... But some people want that. You know, maybe they just want to. Hey, look at my game. You know, check this out. Well, I, well. So, like, the thing is, you're gonna throw this box away. You're just gonna keep the 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 the, the traveler case, as it as it's called, because that's all you need. I mean, you can, yeah. you can set these individually on the on your game shelf because the box is just. I mean, it it's uglier than the in the shakers anyway. So, I mean, for for me, I'm thinking you're just going to throw this away. This is all just marketing on the box. Maybe that was their strategy. Right. Here's my
2: favorite thing about the game. It tells you exactly what it is at the, at the beginning. Look at the top tab. It says, choose a side, roll the dice, rule the world. And below that, again, it says, choose a side, roll the dice, <laughs> rule the world. And then if you flip it to the back, at the top of the tab, it also says, what does it say,
0: Garrett? It says, choose a side, roll the dice, rule the world. Ah, so... And... The copy there sure is pretty I, I good. I'm have a problem with that too. You and you and I, Jeff, were sort of hashing this out earlier before we turned on the microphones. But uh, does the army, does the army really want to rule the world? We're just I think but, they do. I maybe think think do. we're just defending. We could I be think, defending. We could
2: be we could be trying to rule we're getting a little someone political else. here, boys. I mean, we could think, be trying to rule someone else's world. Who knows?
1: Think think about the world wars. the The winners of those wars went on to become the superpowers. So I think if we had a intergalactic war. I think they would have they would have to be the leaders of of their planets. So, um I'm I'm I think I think a good alien invasion is what we need to establish dominance here on Earth. That's right. Like Among that well, us getting invaded or us invading aliens? We need to get invaded. I think it'd be
2: Overcome. pretty funny. I think it'd be Overcome. pretty funny if we did the other way
0: around. Just <laughs> I can go for Jupiter. Yeah. I, We're taking it. You I heard there's us. I heard
2: there's some good oil on Jupiter. Let's just get on those rocket ships Let's and, get on there. I think it'd be pretty funny. Fresh land. Pre- president aside, if uh, we just convinced whoever was at power that there's oil or resources on another planet, and then all of a sudden
0: they start <laughs> pumping money into NASA because <laughs> they haven't been doing I it don't before. know why they haven't, man. Look, this is a total aside. I think that farming asteroids is the way is to go. a great idea. Musk, I know you're listening to the podcast, okay? I've played enough video Elon. games to know that farming other planets is the way to go. Yes, get on it, okay. I played Mass Effect. You've heard of Mass Effect. Get on it. <laughs> Mass Effect may or may not, may or may not be sponsoring the show. So you know, look, I just want a hot a sorry, a hot a sorry lady in my life, okay? Look, I'm sorry, Allison, but we need. You're, we need a, weird you're a sorry guy. Scaly alien, aliens. You're a sorry kind of guy. Krogan.
1: I think yeah. after I think after she beat or uh she demonstrated her knowledge and battled the sexes. I think it's t- it's time to move on. The
0: old Asarius. Yeah. It's time to it's time to upgrade into a nice Salarian. Uh, solarian I like <laughs> the think? uh I don't even think that they have that species I was into people. the uh <laughs> what
2: was the species that was on the flotilla?
0: They always wore the uh, mask. The keepers. <laughs> <laughs> I the just... keepers, like the little little uh little spider looking dudes. Oh yeah. I just want to I just yeah. want to
2: keep a mask on it 24/7, you know? Just <laughs> oh h- hide God. that away. <laughs> okay.
0: For this conversation goes any further down the toilet than it already <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, Garrett, why don't you tell us tell us about the the rules. Yeah, right? The, yeah, the let's, let's, we got all our dice in play. What what do we got
1: here? We've got like I said, your standard six-sided die. You roll it. You actually you you get you got nine of them. E- each player gets nine. They put them in their cup, they roll them out. And uh, they've got different pictures on them, and, but they basically, they even in the rules, they give them rank. So like your trooper is rank one, and then your nuke is rank six. Uh, so y- you could ostensibly play this with just standard D6s. Uh, yep. but basically, you roll them out. Your one through fours, those are just your standard fighters, and you're going to be taking your primary actions on the game with one through fours. And then your five or six are all faction per, uh, specific. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll come back to the fives and sixes, but basically on your turn, you can either attack or you can rally. Um, If you attack, you can take one die and attack an opponent's die of equal or lesser value. Or you can take three die with the same face and attack one opponent's die with one rank higher than the three faces that you attacked with. So, for example, if you have maybe a trooper, an artillery, and three tanks, which would be one, two, and three respectively, you could attack... Mm -hmm. um, With your trooper, you could only attack the other player's level one die. If you with your artillery, you could only attack your other player's uh, level two die or his level one die. So you could you could go down a rank, or if you have three of your level three die, you could attack one rank four die of the other player, or right. You could just use one, but either way, you're only taking out one of the other player's die. And then you take any dice that you attacked with, you put those in your rally cup or just your little shaker thing.
0: Yeah. Think, think of it like your dugout, right? You know, yeah. you send your boy in to attack the other side and then they go, they rest in your dugout while the other person's dice they're they're out of the game, right? Yep. They are dead. Yeah. You, you, destroyed. Any, any dice you attack, you pull them
1: out of the game. And uh, so basically it's this war of attrition. You're, you're, you're taking single dice out and you're just popping them in your cup and you're popping them out of the game. And uh, so those are your basic actions. If you rally, you can choose any, any dice you have left out and all the dice in your, in your combat cup or your, uh, your rally cup and you roll them out and that's the end of your turn. So your turn, one action, attack or rally. And that's it. Um, your special abilities, your fives and your sixes. So, so these are all factions sp- specific and, and we'll just talk about the armies and aliens. Uh, but basically the general, I think, lets you upgrade dice on your own squad. Uh, the nuke takes out all of the low tier dice on the other side. And then the Overlord for the aliens, uh, you get to take any two dice anywhere on the table, so whether yours or your opponent's, and put them back in the rally cup so they can't use them. And then the Mothership uh, just takes out two dice, any two dice at all. It, it number doesn't matter. So, um, so yeah. So the, those are the basic rules of the game. Um, oh, one other small twist. You can only ever have one of your rank five dice, so either your general or your Overlord, out mm-hmm. at a time. And if... And this, this actually came into play a, a couple times during our game. If you have multiples of your level 5 dice, those convert to level 1. So it actually becomes detrimental a liability. to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, liability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas your level 6 dice, so your nukes and your motherships, which, which are the only ways to take out multiple of the other player's dice, is uh, you have to get three of those. So those are a little bit tougher to get. So yeah, those are the rules. So, so basically, it's a game of just, like, trying to roll higher for the most part um, with a couple of little wrinkles of strategy in there with uh, just some differentiation to allow some yeah. strategy
0: there. Some Sometimes, like, yeah, it's a, it's a game of rolling higher until the very end where I sort of had Jeff pinned down to, like, one dice versus, like, Three. four of yeah. mine. He wound up taking out, like, two of them, I think, because I was just... He had, like, a two... And I needed to just not. I couldn't roll a one. I couldn't roll a two. I needed to roll either a three or a four because if I rolled a five, it was going to turn into a one. And if I rolled a six, (laughs) it would have been a nuclear warhead. And I can't use that. You can only use your number six and get three sixes on the board at once. Yeah. And that wipes out everything that's like levels one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah, So so if they have a four uh, and a five, you're. Yeah.
1: It's almost like your rush strategy because you can only use those early game when you have you know a lot of dice left because on your on your like again it forces you to take one of those actions you either have to attack and if you can't attack you have to re-roll so it it, right. it puts you in a bind if you're re-rolling in inopportune situations and so yeah it, it's almost a game of uh getting the better positioning of when to attack so but other than that i mean it you know it, it, it's straightforward other than that so yeah it, yeah
2: it, there's some special special dice at the end that like you just kind of have to re-roll and play the numbers game there if you have four dice versus one and just hope that you get any numbers that's attackable, um, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in those four dice. So that that was kind of interesting. It was a lot of, um, early game moves and then the game kind of played out as expected
1: towards it was a little bit more predictable towards the end. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like in chess. If, if like you get up a, a piece, like the, you know, that you have a pretty large percent chance of winning, you know, and you play it out and you know, unless somebody makes a mistake, you're, you're kind of, kind of roasted that, definitely not to the degree of chess because you're rolling dice and there is definitely mm-hmm. randomness but definitely i you, you felt like in this game once you got ahead you, you know you just had to make the correct decisions mm-hmm. and you're gonna write it out there there's not a there's not a which i did yeah which i <laughs> yeah. did
0: easy for me to take the united states marine corps and lead my boys to victory i the most lo- patriotic I like act, act. <laughs> <laughs> you most- don't think we were
2: the, <laughs> the Colombian army tom
0: now I saw I saw those motherships, man. Those things those things were not uh, those was those, those nothing to shake a stick at. But you know what can't beat a nice F14 Tomcat cruising at you with Tom Cruise in it. So,
1: the Tom Tom Tom,
0: the Tom Tom, 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 Tom,
1: Tom, Tom. combo, <laughs> the Tombo, if you will. Yeah, uh, I I we lo- I kind of looked at the I, I think we should kind of talk about the quote unquote expansions. Um, I, I I looked at the pirates and the. And ninjas dice and and the only thing that changes so the base game is always the same and those one through fours are always the same and and really like i said you could just play with maybe different colored dice or something like that but still just use d6s because the one Mm -hmm. through fours are the only things that change or the only things that the one sorry the one through fours remain constant the fives and sixes are the only thing that change and it's just a rules change it's not that it's a five or six it's that or, or the ratio of like what appears on a dice it's just that the special ability is different. Yeah. There's no so actually, there's no balancing changes. It's just, yeah. Right. So the the rules themselves are, like, I could just switch out the, the armies and aliens rules with the pirates and ninjas rules, and you could still play the same game. Um, so I, I think that's kind of a downer, and I, I don't think that's a great way to do expansions if you're really not changing anything. And and, and the, it'd be one thing if these are, like, deluxe dice or something like that, but they're just, you know, the plastic hunks of... Whatever, and they they put stickers, stickers on them. it. It's yeah. not like engraved sticker like,
0: dice. Man, look if the Alien versus Predators Yahtzee game, yeah, can create a nice custom looking dice that glows in the dark too. Yeah, pretty cool. And you're still doing the sticker thing, man. Come on, what's going on? Come on, what's going on, man? You got to step it up, especially Special. if you want people to collect all the call. different expansion packs.
2: Yeah, I will say yeah. so. Like the game, um, the recommended age is what eight eight and up, right? So I like I want to put that in context. And so there's. There's like it's a dice rolling game, there's some mechanics there where you can kind of reroll and save dice, and there's a little bit of strategy which I appreciate um and I want to keep it in context that of course, this is for like an you know eight and up and pretty much a range of probably eight to ten eight to twelve maybe um mm-hmm. and i I think with that in mind like it does it does when I first started to play the game, I was thinking like, oh, this is like. BGG gave it this score, which we'll talk about later, and I was like, I don't think it should earn this score, but I think I'm probably a little closer than I originally thought. I don't think I'm still as high as they are, but we can jump into that as well. But yeah, I think um, I think it does teach some of the elements that we're looking for in some of this, some of the dice rolling game uh, with a, a
1: kind of a small tinge of strategy. So, so let me talk economics here a second with you guys. Uh, so, so there's like I said, four of these different versus series. So they have the Armies versus aliens, pirates and ninjas, robots, dinosaurs, zombies, wrestlers, and they're all they all include eighteen dice, right? So mm-hmm. They're all cups and eighteen dice, right? Um, MSRP. What, what would you think? Fair
0: MSRP. I already so saw.
2: Like, it, I already saw it on Amazon. So, but if what what well, I think I, it I should be, I
0: haven't. I, yeah, I can guess. Okay, good. So this is you're you're talking about each one specifically or total? Each one specifically. Each and, set, yeah. I'll see if I can. I'll actually see if I can
1: find a bundle with all fours. Well,
0: they're, they're, I think what they're trying to do is by that packaging that we were sort of talking about earlier, they're trying to up the perceived value of what they're selling with this really big package rather than putting it in cans. I think they're trying to hawk these things for 15 bucks each. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty close. Yeah. So
1: 17, $17 each is the uh, pretty... MSRP according to their website mm-hmm. on Wiggles 3D. So-
0: let me let me post let me posit this question to our audience. Would you rather have behind door number one uh thirty something dies? Or would you rather be able to go and buy Civ Six on Steam <laughs> for fifty-nine ninety nine? You can have one or the other. You can have a brand new sixty dollar Steam game. We're talking three kingdoms total war, or would you like Three handfuls of dice. Go ahead and take your pick, kids. High quality, different colored dice with stickers on them. The fruits of the labor of thousands of artists and man hours put together to develop cinematic scenes, lightning fast gameplay, triple A entertainment, millions and millions of dollars dumped into it, or... Two pounds of plastic. Two pounds of plastic. (laughs) All right. So, so I can't find a bundle anywhere. So, if you if
1: you're an avid collector, so th- this is where my main problem with this game is. If if you if you, say you got a kid who's into this, he's he's paying seventeen bucks for a slight twist in the rules. He's like essentially the components are the same. So, if you if you if your kid's into this and you, you know you're frustrated by that, it's because you you're dropping sixty eight dollars to get the entire set for a total of seventy two dice, and, and that's in
0: I guess eight cups, but. I think can the, you can you look up the rules online for each expansion pack gear? Uh, yeah, you can definitely do the first. Let me let me see about the second. Because uh, if I'm you can do third. that, why not just get your own dice and then just say this? These are the ninjas. These are the ninja dice. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and, and I think a lot of games you could make that argument with, and. The, the argument against that is when you have nice component quality and you're like, well, you, you can do that, but you know, we've got this, you don't get the same quality of life. Yeah. Right. But, but armies and aliens didn't take that step. Like they, these are plastic dice with stickers, which, I mean, you can buy nicer dice for cheaper uh, from your friendly local game store and, right. and you're not buying or your, your local
2: game stores. Right. Okay. So I, I guess
1: you're buying the artwork in here and the vacuum packaging that they did. Um, <laughs> that you have to, yeah, you have to throw <laughs> away cans. immediately yeah, the cans, yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 the only, the only where I, the only, sorry, the only place I see the rules rapidly available is on their website. And I only see the aliens and armies. I don't, I don't see the special powers for the. Uh,
0: trying cycles. to stop me, eh? Yeah, but I, I'm sure somebody has uploaded
1: them to Board Game Geek. If they,
0: if someone's got it, yeah, yeah, they got to be on there. They got to be on there at some point. All right. Well, let's. Uh, what do you say we take a look at a couple of reviews here uh, for the game, see what people are the sort of plans, saying about Army, Army, Army versus Aliens. I want to know if anyone else is talking about the color like me. I uh, <laughs> I got big uh, problems with that. Do you, do you,
1: do you want to know the colors for the other the other expansions? D- sure. So uh, so we've got the blue, the blue and the green Army Alien. We have red pirates, black ninjas. We have silver robots. Orange Dinosaurs. And then I guess they ran out of color, so I guess they only had seven colors to choose from because they have Green Zombies and the White Wrestlers.
2: So but they redid Green Boo. At least the art's different. But yeah, also Orange Dinosaurs is kind of weird.
0: Here, I got a review for you guys. Uh, Rolf29 says, The kids like this game. Otherwise, I'd have dumped it ages ago. Definitely feels hard to catch up if you fall behind because you are limited in what you can do when you are running out of dice. At least these games don't last long. The only thing I would disagree with this guy on is I felt I I felt awful trying to pin Jeff down at the end with four dice because I, I was truly worried that I was just going to uh, blow my entire <coughs> lead trying to <laughs> trying to take down his specifically uh, specifically one very difficult to pin down dice that he That's had It's because of my masterful
2: left. strategy. Masterful
0: strategy. Um, yeah, I agree. You guys see any more here? Uh got another one here from Jay Goyles. Awful
2: game. I wasn't expecting much from it, but it still managed to go below my meager expectations. The rules are an <laughs> uber easy to learn and teach. Uh, you can teach a game in under one minute. <laughs> Playtime is around 10. Re-
0: really? Can you do it in under one minute? I don't know minute. if you can
2: teach any game in under one minute. Uh, but yeah, anyways, guy. Okay, yeah. we'll continue. Yeah. Um, Playtime is under 10 minutes, mercifully. Game components. The, okay. I don't know if I trust this review. The game components look great.
0: <laughs> although All right, clearly clearly we're dealing with a blind man who is having <laughs> someone is typing this for him because there's no way you could look at these game components and be like oh, oh wow a great game component." he did but then he says
2: although the dice have stickers on them so i'm not sure what part he thinks is great
0: but what other game components are there
1: I, that's it I, one, one thing i will say is nice so we we talked about those little inserts where you can easily swap out the what character you're playing, and and eat. not have to memorize the the rank number. It'll just show you what which die, um, which dice attack, which other dice on the opposing team. That that's also on the side of the cups. So I don't know if I showed you guys this here, but you, so you can just bring your little cup with you, and it's got a little reference. It's a bit on more it. portable, so, yeah, yeah, and not that the quality is nice, but that that is a nice quality of life thing that yeah. you can just like. Yeah, joke. I
2: think like there's a couple things like I, the game being what it is like for eight eight to 10, eight to 12, probably like, and it's a portable game and it's meant to teach a little bit of strategy and not to be super in depth. I think had they done a couple things, right? Like had they done better dice quality? And I think very specifically because it's in the 15 to $20 range, that's really off putting for me. If it was in like five to $8 range, I really wouldn't rate this that badly. Um, right. But just because they, what's their, sorry, I have a
0: question, Garrett is shipping and handling included in the, Price tag on
2: Amazon, it's 18 bucks. So, technically, it's pretty much included. So, mm. uh,
1: from their website, let's see if we can or, let, me, let me just go through the ordering process here. While I'm doing that, um, I did find another good review. Uh, you can't order it from their website, so yeah, mm. so we'll, we'll say we'll say you have to find it in stores and is included with Amazon usually. Okay, I did find a review on Amazon from Trollt. He says, mm. it, it, interestingly, I Kind of made this comp earlier in the podcast, but I I didn't quite mean it like this. Uh, Similar to chess, it is easy for children to learn and play, but there is much more to the game as you start to recognize (laughs) strategies. Um, The whole family loves a challenging strategy game that is easy to learn and play. More advanced players will find it challenging to adapt to the different sets and strengths and weaknesses of the different sets. We have two sets and we'll probably get the other two sets robots versus dinosaurs and Oh design. my oh god. I, th- I think he- I think he's attributing a little bit too much depth to this game or, or maybe he hasn't quite explored the depth of chess, but
0: This guy chose <laughs> door, door number 2. Is- <laughs> There's always going to be a guy that give him a new door steam number game two, and this is that guy. Okay, you guys want to go into our own personal feelings with it? I will I can go ahead and start us off. Yeah. Um I as far as dice games goes, the the other one I kind of liked the rock'em sock'em robots one a little bit more because the racing element of trying to trying, I think the racing element of trying to get the right patterns to appear in the dice, be it colors or symbols that we had the other day when we were playing, uh, goes a little bit, it lends itself to a dice rolling game a little bit more because of the pandemonium of like rolling and like the physicality of it. Um, I, I I like that style of play. This one felt a little bit more slow-paced. When I when I feel like a game is in a can and while we did get through this in about 15 minutes, this is more of a thinking person's dice game, but when I when I when I when I'm playing dice, I just want to throw cubes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw cubes. That's why they're roll throw out the
1: hits and see who wins. I just want to toss
2: the snake that's eyes, right.
1: man. right. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you can you can go, I don't know, eight turns. Maybe even I. You might. Yeah, you can go nine turns without rolling your dice in this game if if
0: you're super. Yeah. Low, super low it's just game. not enough. Not enough to be a truly a truly pulse pounding dice rolling game. And I'm not the sort of guy that likes a true thinking man's dice rolling game. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're if you're going nine turns without throwing them bones, not for me, baby. Without not for me. But I didn't think it was a bad game. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say is I'm gonna give this maybe a four.
2: Okay. For, I can go. Um, so yeah, I. Um, yeah, I think AVP was obviously for us like a gold standard of dice rolling games. Uh, so far in the podcast, it, it's like it's got a lot of strategy elements into it. There's a lot of quality of life things. Like they had a health tracker. That game also had someone mentioned before, uh, glow in the dark dice. So those things kind of added to the element of the game. It kind of made it worth the sticker price for me. Like I think, like I said, like it. There's a sort of a suggested age of like eight plus. So I'm I'm assuming like eight to twelve. I wouldn't think a fifteen year old would play this or whatever. But I think for that range the game's okay like it teaches a couple like some strategy it teaches you to take some chances it teaches you to kind of try to slingshot when you can um but for me it does it's not worth the price tag like for 20 bucks like thomas is saying like i could have gotten a ton of other great games um or like use that money towards like other computer games or you know things like that and like the like it's kind of portable which is nice but the the dice were kind of shoddy like they weren't the best dice and there's stickers on it and Um, the things I did like about it though, is that they did kind of explore like a whole extended universe, if you will. So they have other expansions. Um, although they only add like a couple small elements to it. Um, yeah, I think like gameplay wise, there's not much depth. They could have, they could have made a a lot of the dice more unique, but it wouldn't, then I I think it would have shifted the, the gameplay age. Um, so yeah, the, the biggest thing to me is just the price. I think if it was cheaper, um, it would have made a lot more sense to me to price it where it where it's at. I would have given it a different score. But I think in, in context, it's not a bad game. It's playable. If you wanted to teach a, a kid, like an 8-year-old, a, you know, a little bit of strategy in a dice rolling game, some easy to learn mechanics, I think you could do that here. So I'm going to give it a 3.
1: Mm. 3. All right. Uh, here's what they could have done for me. I, I think judging this game in comparison to AVP, is it's pretty similar as far, especially for an entry level game. Um, the, the reason I don't quite have it on the same level as AVP, I, th- I think they could have changed any of these things and specifically with the expansions and, and won me over. Um, one would have been better quality of dice, just mm-hmm. straight up not using the, the cheap hollow plastic with stickers on top or just engraving mm-hmm. your dice or, or something. Uh, number two, they could have add, added variability Because I I think just changing the rules and not changing, like whether changing the ratio of like what comes up, having you know one set of dice with multiple rank one, but more rank six or whatever, I think that would have been cooler. But but right now it's you're you're not really changing your strategy up, Um, right? Or lower price point. I think any of those things they could have fluctuated on. Yep. And mm-hmm. and sold this game as is and hit their target demographic and and I would have been totally fine with. But as it is, you know, spending sixty eight dollars to to get, I mean, seventeen dollars once is fine, but upping that up to you know thirty four and then eventually the sixty eight, yeah, to to get the same game four times, it you know that, that just doesn't really jive with me. So I'm, I'm not. You know, super fun. I that. think if you're it, making it, that mistake, you deserve
0: it though.
2: Like after your first one, and you know what you're getting, yeah. and you're like buying the other ones, I think you
0: deserve to sure. pay that price. Goalability tax. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 The um, you know one thing I thought they could have added is a mechanic where if you left an empty battlefield, it was somehow detrimental, because I felt like if if you're in a war, if you're in a conflict, <laughs> right, which is what this game is supposed out. to be. Yeah, you know, it's like if you leave the battlefield, that something bad should have happened. That ha- and place. that happens
2: a lot of games. So there's like, um, not to bring in like other, like, card, other type of card games, but like, for example, Yu Gi Oh had a life points mechanic where if you had an empty, yeah. bat, like, battlefield that you can just directly attack their life points. Like, that mm-hmm. could have, like, that would have drawn out this game a lot because you always had, usually had people in the battlefield. But yeah, something like that would have been, like, would have made the game a lot more interesting.
1: Did you learn that in the Yu Gi Oh tournament you attended?
0: Uh, yeah as a as a pseudo <laughs> judge. to tell that story at some point um but yeah i felt like that sort of mechanic there would be good maybe if they wanted to switch up like if the army men got a four side die and the aliens got an eight side die and the someone like uh, one of the expansions got a d20 like i feel like there could have been like special yeah. ability dies for each team that might have been able to spice it up a little bit so that it's not just cut and paste sort of the way that you're talking about in your review there gear yes yeah, but
1: spe- i mean specifically even the rules are just cut cut and paste until you get to the special abilities of the of the five and the six rank so yeah, yeah totally agree um but yeah like i said any of those things they could have changed and i would have been it would have changed my entire outlook on this game yeah i agree um so yeah i'm a, i'm a, I'm actually right in between you guys i was gonna give it a three and a half so that is what i will give right. it, in fact nice uh, that Very brings nice. the Rough Draft Boys average to 3.5. Uh, we are about 1.7 points lower than uh, Board Game Geek. They're at a 5.2. Oh. We're
0: just a bunch of grouches. We're just, just a bunch of grouches
1: over boys. these dice rolling games. I like grouchy to boys.
2: specifically look at Board Game Geek's average and immediately take off points. That's That's where I start <laughs> off, and then we'll work our way back mm-hmm. up if needed.
0: See, I was counting on all these internet board game players to be jaded, but it turns out that I'm the monster. I, huh? Well, you know we're the real monsters, this, guys.
1: This actually has a decent number of reviews. This has got 149 reviews here uh, for the yeah. for the base army versus aliens. I'm not sure what they have for the other variations. I like to think yeah. of
2: us as like the critic score in IMDb, and then there's like kind of
1: like the popular score, and
2: <laughs>
1: popular score is always a lot higher. <laughs> we need to, we need to start tracking the ratings and see like what actually the most popular game is. I mean, we we know like Buckquest and like Fishing Camp without any entry in zero yeah. Yeah. (laughs) but like it's very rare we play games with more than like a hundred ratings
0: If, if you guys listening at home if you think we're being a bunch of grouches if you think that we're being a bunch of disgusting no good scum sucking aliens and you want to come up to our crashed UFO open it up punch us in the face and say welcome to earth you can do that you can do that and you can, uh, you can smoke a nice cigar with Jeff Goldblum when you do it, too. Uh, all by hitting us up on Twitter, at Rough Draft Games. You can tell us what you thought of uh, the episode. You can tell us if you truly think that green is the color of the army. I don't know. <laughs> we could have some. We, we might have some international listeners who, like, you know, they're like, nah, we do it. We, we have these really nice yellow uniforms over here. And I get that. We're, we're more than willing to broaden our perspectives and listen to uh, listen to our fan base. So if you want to do that, you can hit us up there. If you have
1: nuclear launch codes you want to send our way, we're trying to incorporate that art into our new game. So uh, just just send me a pic of that over at uh, refdraftgames at gmail.com. We'll be a little bit more private on there, so nobody else will see. But we, we're trying to get that artwork into uh, All Rise. So uh, shoot us an email, refdraftgames at gmail.com.
2: And instead of playing defense, if you like to invade other planets, come on on to roughdraftgames.com, where we have some of our other thematics. We talk about some other space-themed games. I think uh, space team itself is on there, right, Garrett? Mm-hmm. And uh, no,
1: we got a space alert. Yeah, space, we got a space right?
2: alert on there. Yep, we have space other space-themed type games. You can find out what to eat while you're in space and defending against aliens and. Um other episodes of this podcast as well, roll and move, where we talk about you know AVP, the AVP dice game that we talked about a couple times on this episode. And then lastly, the all rise game that Garrett mentioned before. So, Come check out some of the art that we're working on. Come check out where we might be implementing some of those launch codes. And come support that that project because we'd love to give that out to you.
0: And lastly but not least, we would be remiss if we didn't thank those of you who have gone and given us five stars on iTunes. It really means a lot to us when you guys go and you leave a review. It helps people find the show and expands our, our little modest board game community that we are, uh, we're trying to expand here. Uh, and, and open up into the world. So we thank those of you guys who have done that. And please, if you haven't, go support us on iTunes. But uh, Gare, Gare, I'm looking at my watch. I got to go eat breakfast, buddy. You're going to uh, have to get us out of here.
1: You got it. Uh, guys, we have got to get to work on this new Euro uh, asteroid farming sim that we're working on. This is coming to Steam 2049. So we'll be on the lookout for that. We have got to go until 2049. next time.
0: <laughs> It'll be on thank Steam you so much. sale
1: probably.